Welcome back to the Uncensored Black Girl Podcast. My name is Hadassah. I am still your host. um, And we also have Abby with us today because today we are doing a euphoria a euphoria episode of the podcast um so abby and i were just chatting offline before we got started and we were just saying how like this episode was not like it wasn't giving much it was kind of like a boring episode i don't know if it's one of those episodes that's like kind of um setting us up for like other things that are about to happen kind of like setting the tone um but it was a it was a pretty chill episode um so we are going to uh jump right in and start off with this intro um so in the intro one of the guys is cal and cal is Nate's dad and we see that he has this like best friend who is a male and he basically is in love with him and it looks like what ends up happening is that he was in love with you know his best friend and then Nate's mom who is Marsha I think right Mm, I think so yeah Nate's mom Marsha gets pregnant And then, like, that's the end of his, like, whirlwind romance with his best friend. Um, And I don't even know what to think about this. Um, Because, obviously, I don't know. Um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I think, obviously, as, like, Maddie said in an earlier episode, like, sexuality is a spectrum, but it does show that like he which we already know because of his like hidden tapes and all of this other stuff Mm -hmm. that like he has always been attracted to male people who have male genitalia I'll say like who are Mm -hmm. biologically male um and he doesn't seem to care like if let's say it's like a trans woman like jewel who has not like fully transitioned as long as Mm -hmm. they're biologically male like it seems like that's what he kind of gets off on um I think this is interesting because obviously we already knew that his dad was not straight like conventionally straight Mm -hmm. but it it's weird because it's like why is he still with Nate's mom like after all this time and then I guess things were different back then right Mm -hmm. assuming but like I feel like Nate's dad is still not as old as like our parents but things were different back then and I guess he just felt like okay like I have to be get married to you and have another child with you instead of being like we can raise this one child and I'm still gonna be who I am authentically and we can still Mm -hmm. raise the child um um yeah I kind of see it as like just like what like societal values in the 80s were like because you know like if you're in the white Christian family as Cal was like I definitely know like if she's pregnant then the parents are gonna force him to get married to her 
because that's the Christian way because you're not even supposed to be having no babies before out of wedlock right yeah out of wedlock so like you know just to save face you have to get married and that's probably why he was so upset because like he had found like this new not that sorry not he didn't find but like he got to experience this like moment and then like I basically what I'm saying is he didn't get to explore that sexuality because like to he, be it was his just true self yeah yeah it was just so pent up and then you finally get to release it release it for like maybe an hour or so and then you wake up in the morning and it's gone. like still probably on your high and then you wake up to <laughs> a girl taking three um pennies three tests and they're all positive like yeah. I like I'm not I don't feel bad for him because of what me he either is. but like at the same time like like just take the high high school cow like I feel bad for high school cow I don't feel so yeah. feel bad for adult cow adult cow because it's like as an adult for him to continue being the way he is and I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of his like now that we kind of have this backstory I think him filming his sexual encounters with these people with these individuals is rooted in the fact that like that's the only time he gets to be his authentic self. So it's like, he Mm -hmm. has to like watch it. He has to be able to relive it whenever he wants because Mm -hmm. for any other time of the day or any other point in his life, he's living a lie essentially, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Um, But if we're going to stay on the on the topic of Cal, he is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, because um, no. Wait, <laughs> before you say before you say anything, I just want to give a shout out to the ride or die ashtray. Like that man asked no I questions. Know. I he asked no questions, no matter how, because he's still pissed at Fez, though, right? Like he still yeah. hasn't been speaking to him. Ever since this um, girl, I think her name is Faye, right? Ever since she yeah. moved in with them, he dead has not been speaking to him. But it's like, um, I, and and that's the thing, like with Cal, I don't understand what he's trying to accomplish by like doing this thing that he's doing and like waiting outside their house. And like, I think he's upset because he doesn't like the fact that his son got beat up but uh like we even hear his mom say I don't know if it was this episode or last episode I think it was last episode where his mom is like not Nate's mom is not does not empathize with him she doesn't sympathize with him because she's like this kid has an anger problem and he probably got beat up for a reason and he did get beat up for a reason and it's like the way Nate tried to portray it as though he was trying to do his father a favor is what got his father in the situation in the first place right and then cal rats himself out and starts telling all this information like you because when rue told fez about how like what nate was doing blackmailing or whatever whatever her theory was she didn't know still like the specifics at that time right so there's no way that anyway the point my point is is that Nate's lie is what actually ends up like getting his dad in trouble because now you have someone outside of like the involved parties who knows the truth Um, 
And then, you know, he keeps, I think, I think Nate's dad has this complex where he thinks that because he isn't conventionally straight, that Mm -hmm. that makes him less masculine. And he has this like need to assert his masculinity over like whoever he can, which is kind of Mm -hmm. what he does when he's like having sex with these people. Um, But I think that's what's, I think that is what creates this fixation on Fez and like, oh, he's going to get him or whatever the case may be. But then he got his ass clobbered up. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to call the police. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay, you can call them, but you're going to be dead by the time they get here, basically. And it's like, and it's like, at this point, you know, good and well, you're not going to call the police because I'm going to tell them you distribute child pornography and you have like, like, you and you videotape people having sex without their consent like honey we got a few years in jail for you right about now so I don't know Mm -hmm. what you think you're going to accomplish by telling someone that you're friends with the police chief what's he gonna do Hmm? nothing I said what he's gonna do nothing I guess get him off. I don't know. Or I guess I guess the same thing that Nate was thinking, like, oh well, if I call the police, then they um they'll get him for, you know, drugs or whatever. But it's like that's not really how it works because then they would have to like build a case and this and that. Like it's just so much more complicated than that. So I'm just saying. Um Okay, so now we can talk about because what happens directly after the intro, um, where we get Neats, where we get Cal's backstory, and this is like Rue and her relapse, and she basically narrates how she manipulates um, her family essentially into thinking her family not only her family her family her friends everyone around everyone around her how she manipulates them into thinking that like she's not really relapsing um and so she gets into this big fight with her sister Gia um about the drugs because obviously like her sister is scared that she's gonna die and she basically like performs this is giving me this is like Zendaya's acting is giving me like prime Malcolm and Marie where she just like flips the switch and she's like I'm not I'm depressed every day I think about every minute I'm sober I think about killing myself and this is better than actually committing suicide like it was just so like wow mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it really was like wow 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 that's all I could say was wow um and so yeah I, I think but I think that she is depressed like I don't think she's lying about that but I think she used obviously she's used drugs this entire time to cope with her depression and that's really what the issue is um she basically gaslit the shit out of everybody um and then she runs out of drugs and basically there's no saving her there is no no saving saving her her. she's on a very specific path She's on a very specific path. And so she goes back to that lady 
um, who I guess is the supplier for Fez and is like, um, I have a business opportunity for you. But the thing that the, the issue here is that Rue wants the drugs for free. And so it's like, what's going to prevent her from actually sitting there and like doing these drugs? Because if she does all of the drugs, then she has no way to make money. Because you I mean, can't sell the drugs if you 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 consume them. I'm of course like honestly watching that scene like it, I don't know why. Oh, like what made that lady think like oh yeah like that's such a good idea to give a junkie a whole suitcase of drugs and thinking oh she's gonna turn it into profit she's gonna turn it into profit for herself because she's gonna be snorting and looking and whatever the fuck she does for her but little you know high. What? I, I honestly that... thought she was gonna start selling it at the meeting. Imagine, yeah. yeah, yikes! But I think that the woman who gives her the suitcase full of drugs knows that she's not gonna sell the drugs, right? Like, I think she knows that, and I think she's gonna use it. I don't know, maybe kind of like hold it over Fez, like this girl that you brought around like mm-hmm. I don't know but I I think that there's like an ulterior motive here because there's no way you're gonna give all these drugs to someone who literally has like no clientele and then it's like she's gonna be stepping on Fez's toes right mm-hmm. so it's like either that or she's gonna have to try to use him to sell her drugs and then he's not gonna be able to sell his own drugs either way somebody's gotta give sis her money someone's getting sold oh my god um and so yeah just keeping with that then we have the scene that we were talking about um where she obviously goes to like the na meeting she's high as shit either she's i don't know i don't think she's high during the meeting i think she's like jittery because she hasn't had any so like she's coming down or whatever so she's like "Mm," like she's malfunctioning and he's looking at her the whole time like this girl gonna kill herself um and so they go outside they start having this conversation um and he's like what's in your suitcase and she's like you're not my dad you're not my parent and then she says the line. Do you remember what exactly she said to him? Um, it's um, uh, it's something about something like, oh, like I don't need you to parent me, something, something. Yeah, basically, like something about she doesn't need him to parent her when he yeah. wasn't there to parent his own children, essentially. Yeah. And Ali. So basically, um, where that comes from is like the episode, like when they're in the diner and they're discussing everything. So basically, Ali, just to sum it up, like when he was on drugs, he was a very violent man. And mm. I think his father was also the same. So, like, he was basically becoming something he didn't want to be, which was his father. And he would see himself in him, like, with his wife and children to the point where, like, they laugh. So then if you're by yourself, you're going to do more drugs. And I think, I think, I think they had left because 
Ali hit one of his kids. Mm. There was a reason. Yeah. So then, like, one rule says, what are you going to do? Hit me? Hit me. And that, and that yeah. face broke. Like, you saw that face, like, like you know, like, that shit hit. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't even realize it. So that's what set him off when she was like, what are you going to do? Hit me? Hit me? Yeah. And he was livid. Like, he was livid. Yeah, but like, like he said, he was like, I didn't tell you that shit for you to throw it back in my face later. Like, that's the exactly. one thing you don't do. But it's like, he also, and, and I get it, but it's like, he also has to take her for the fact that she is a drug addict, right? But it's like, does that excuse you? Because she knows, obviously, as we know, as she laid out, she knows exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's I like, feel- she intentionally said that shit. I mean, I definitely feel like it's gonna, like, I don't know how it's gonna play out um, within, like, in the first season, <laughs> sorry within like within the rest of the season because like I don't know how many episodes left like yeah because the first season was only like eight episodes right I think was it t- I feel like it was 10 for some reason I don't know hold on let me get my hands in the iPad <laughs> let's see let's see let's see oh my god my face Yeah, there was eight episodes. You were right. Eight episodes, yeah. It was a short season. We're already on episode five, so. Oh my, what? Episode five? Yeah, this is episode five. Last week was episode, no, this is episode three. I'm bugging. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, like, you I'm bugging. This is episode three. I do. Yeah, um, no, no, no. This is episode three. This is episode three. But I'm pretty sure if you go on, um online it'll show you because they have all the names of the episodes for the season so I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. it'll show you um what the how many episodes there are if you go on there but anyway what were we talking about yeah so it'll be interesting to see Um, what happens because it's like I think Ali was like the only person he's the only person who knows for a fact when she's like lying out the ass like he knows what she's doing he knows she's on like Mm -hmm. some serious ass drugs so he's the only person who really really knows Mm -hmm. that so it Mm um I, I I don't know we'll we'll see um because without him Cause I think what he's going to do is he's going to drop, he's going to pull back from her. Like, right. Like no one's going to take that type of abuse. Um, and so mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to keep her alive, but like, obviously we know she's not going to die. Cause she's like one of the main characters. So it's just be interesting to see how it develops. Um, okay. This is like, Oh, wait, 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 wait. We didn't talk about the jewel rue and elliot like love triangle thing that's going on which let me say this i think this is really interesting because jewel first of all sidebar i watched this episode with cap with the um subtitles on for some reason and this whole time Mm -hmm. i'm thinking her name is jewel like j-u-l-e but it's jewel like a jewel like that you wear in your ring did you know this 
No, that's what Fez calls her. No, but if you when I, I'm like pointing out my TV because I'm like the television set. When you when you when the subtitles can oh so you think that's why like it was Fez speaking so it said Jewel yeah because okay because I'm like I'm pretty sure no because I'm like I'm pretty sure her name is J-U-L-E but it kept saying it was like J-E-W-E I'm like wow like it's Jewel like jewelry (laughs) no Fez refuses to say that S but he's the only person on the episode I called her Jewel and then everyone's like, oh, it's Jules. It's J-U-L-E-S. Yes. Because I'm thinking it's Jewel, like J-U-L-E. <laughs> no. Because I'm like, That'd be I don't cool. know. I don't know. Okay. I'm like, the whole time this, but, but I feel like Jules, like Jules, Jewel, it's all the same. Yeah. It's, no, but if, it's it a matter was, of if, spelling. if it was Jules, then they would, I definitely feel like they would have put like, like the jewels as like a diamond and then an S instead of J-U-L-E back. I'm so confused. I feel like I have to pay attention next episode. I have to watch it with subtitles again so I can see if her name is Jewel because I feel like when Rue was speaking or when Elliot was speaking and he was like Jewel, it was like Jewel, not Jewel. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to look this up right now. Oh my God. No, but, I'm serious because this is gonna bug me. Euphoria cast. Um damn, you're right. It's Jules. J-U-L-E-S. Exactly. Ugh, like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Well, now that that's been established, let's talk about the love triangle. So like I was saying, Mm -hmm. I find it interesting that Jewel is seemingly like getting jealous over Rue's relationship with Elliot, but Rue was supposed, yeah, Rue was supposed to be okay with like a weird triangle with like herself, Jewel, and like that friend that she went to visit that she had sex with. I thought that was interesting. I don't know why Rue feels threatened by Elliot other than the fact that she spends a lot of time with him, but I don't think they would spend so much time together if they didn't both do drugs, so. I mean, I think for the most part, like, the reason why they're hanging out all of a sudden is because the main person is Rue. So, like, I guess, like, she's starting to see, like, his personality and everything, like, with the interrogation. Like, I feel like that was a really, like, nice little moment. They got to, like, fight, whatever. Um, But, yeah, so, like, just getting to see, like, how those two characters, like, interact without it being, like, awkward. Like, it's very, yeah. actually, it's very entertaining to me. And, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind if it were just Jules and Elliot because Rue doesn't really bring much to the table. She doesn't really deserve a relationship right now the way she's going. So, I think it would be cute if it's just to see, like, I think I think Jules Jules Mm -hmm. Jules and Elliot I think they're gonna have sex with each other oh yeah I can't wait (laughs) I was totally getting that vibe so when I think when Rue finds out about that though she's not gonna be happy at all even though she's not like a super sexual person like they were talking about 
I feel like she's going to be like, but that was my person. And Jules has this personality where like she entices, like she's kind of the center of attention. She entices the people around her, they're into Mm -hmm. her. And Rue's personality, as we know, is more of like the fly on the wall. Um, And so I think because of that, like, it's like she finally has somebody that's outside of like their friend group, outside of their immediate relationship. And Mm -hmm. it's like, Jules is taking that from her. So I think that's going to be a problem. Um, Mm -hmm. Me personally, either that or they're going to have like a threesome of some sort, which I don't know if I, I mean, I don't know how that would go. I know people have been like throwing around the theory of like, it's going to be like a throuple, but I feel like it's going to be more like, focus on jewels Jules and, and elliot, elliot kind of just, like, then yeah their own thing and you have like we out here just doing her drugs and then right I but think, i like, think with- that's gonna push that if that happens right like that's gonna push rue further into her relapse like she's gonna like right start doing drugs like way more i honestly think like this could lead to like elliot getting clean and then like rue hitting her like bottom or like just like maybe Ooh. even Elliot like seeing like what's really going on because like he knows she's doing drugs, Jules doesn't besides weed. And but so, what like, if he accidentally slips to Jules too? Then no, I think but that I'm, will I'm saying yeah, I I feel like I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I definitely feel like there's a chance that he's gonna say something, and then yeah. you know we're just gonna see basically her downfall. Dang, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll see how that relationship progresses. Um, Okay, two things we need to talk about. No, three things still. So we have this thing with Lexi and how she's usually the observer. And now she's writing this play Mm -hmm. that like mad people auditioned for actually. So like this is going to be like some real shit going down. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be a real play. People are going to come see it. And apparently it's about it seems like it's about her life through her eyes, Mm -hmm. but I think it's going to be, have bad ramifications for Cassie because I think it's going to show what Lexi really feels about her. And because she Mm -hmm. doesn't seem to like express herself much, I think it's going to really like affect the relationship they have. Honestly, I feel like, if it does go that way, I think it may bring up like the argument that happened in the car in the first episode. What argument are you referring to? Oh, when she was telling her like it's her that when Cassie was telling Lexi that um it's because she doesn't like put herself out there and she or which argument I don't remember which no, like you know, like literally the reason why. Cassie is Cassie right now is because they had to they had an argument in the car and then like Cassie like literally was walking around by herself right and that's how she ended up at that yeah. gas station and yeah. then that's how she ended up messing around yeah. with Nate yeah because so it's I, like that's what caused her spiral yeah and not only that like if you remember um but what did she say to her she got out the car I don't remember I don't know that's the thing we don't know 
And then, like, it's so weird that, like, Lexi left Cassie, like, by herself. Because if you, like, remember, like, I think it was a Halloween episode of last season. And, like, Cassie was off doing who knows what with that ugly man. Like, Lexi was trying to find her. Like, she was very on top of her. Yeah. So, like, how do but you, I, like... Because, because I think it's the issue where it's, like, obviously their mom is a drunk. And so... Lexi always has felt the need to kind of like protect her sister mm-hmm. and play that like mom role but she I think she's getting to a point where she's like I'm not like living life for Lexi like I'm not doing things that Lexi likes to do like my mm-hmm. world is like how she says in this episode is essentially about how like I'm living in your shadow and I'm living for you and your needs instead of Mm -hmm. my own and so I think that's why she's having this moment and I think this I think her having this moment of like coming into herself and like standing up for herself and all of that I really think is triggered by the fact that Fez had a conversation with her because it made her feel seen in that moment even though Mm -hmm. right after that he beat the crap out of Nate but she felt seen and she was like oh, like people see me and I can be heard and I can be seen. So like, I'm going to lean into that. And now Cassie, maybe if Lexi was like more concerned with Cassie right now, like Mm -hmm. Cassie wouldn't be spiraling the way she is because we see, so this is her, as we've been over in like a previous episode, but this is her first time where she's not in a relationship like she's always the girl that's in a relationship and so obviously her getting pregnant and having an abortion she's like maybe I need to chill out um but then she ends up in this love triangle with Nate and Maddie and I think it's all because it's like okay, Lexi's not there to give her attention. Her dad wasn't there to give her attention. So now she needs attention from someone. She's not getting the attention that she craves. And so I think that, you know, even when we see her like dressing up every day and like playing these weird like mind games and, you know, putting her hair and doing her her morning routine that takes like what? She wakes up at four o'clock. So this morning routine takes like three four hours for her to get ready for today for the day just to have someone who like won't even give her like more than two seconds of looking at her and it's really based on the fact that she needs she craves attention she needs attention but more specifically I think she's having this complex of where she doesn't like the fact that Maddie can have a guy that she can't have because it's like everyone has always wanted Cassie because everyone knows that she gives it up and they all want to have sex with her so it's like this is the one person I can't have and it kind of made me think of how we were talking like in the last podcast about euphoria when I was like at the end of the day Nate and Maddie are always together right? Like they're always going to come back together. That's their thing. We've seen in the first season where like they kind of go through, or I don't know if it was the first season or this season where they kind of go through like the song and dance of like how this is their thing, right? Like they get mad at each other. They cheat on each other. They come back, they do things to make each other jealous and then they get back together. Um, And so she has this moment where like one day she dresses up 
in a way that makes her look like she's auditioning for the play Oklahoma. And she, I think this day is like a manifestation of like, it's a physical manifestation of the fact that she's being ridiculous, right? Because she looked now like, okay, you're acting ridiculous. Your thinking is ridiculous, but now you look ridiculous. And I think it's like the physical manifestation of all of that. And she has this moment where she like screams, obviously in her head at Maddie. And she tells everybody that like her and Nate are having sex and da, 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 da. But like, she doesn't actually say that. And when everyone's like, are you auditioning for the play? Cause you look like it. She just kind of has like a, makes a mental note. And she's like, okay, I, I need to fix it. But we find out that Nate is still having sex with her once a week um is it like every Saturday or whatever um secretly having sex with her and secretly Hmm? his parents be here at him all fucking night well yeah his parents know but are they gonna tell Maddie that he's cheating on her no it was a joke they have sex secretly you can hear them a mile away I know it was it was crazy that the parents heard that and then it was funny though because it's like if you remember the intro like that's how Nate's dad was like he was just mm-hmm. fucking fucking run, 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 run. and then like hopefully I yo it would be crazy if Cassie got pregnant again uh, and because it's in. Nate's baby she keeps it because it's Ooh. like now because that's like I have something that you don't have Maddie you know oh uh, i mean it could i could kind of see that because i remember like maddie was talking about like oh i'd be cute if i was pregnant yeah yeah she yeah, was right know. yeah i forgot about that but anyway so she's still smashing me and then we see her like go to the location where he's been picking her up every week and he just never shows up just like daddy oh that was my stuff. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh my god! But it's true. One day her father just stopped showing up. Just like I Nate. <laughs> At least Nate had the decency to text her. He was like, "I'm not coming tonight." Why isn't he coming tonight? Because he's with Maddie. And and the thing is, he's like, "Oh, we'll be back on for next week," but he's not going to have sex with her next week either. I think. I think it's going to be one of those things where she's just the other woman. And it's like, well, every time I'm not with my man, you're my side chick. And mm-hmm. you understand that. Um, I think the smart thing is that instead of repressing herself sexually, she needs to get on birth control because obviously she feels like she can't, she's not functioning well without being involved with someone or having someone's attention. But I think there's something different about her specifically wanting Nate's attention. I don't think it's that she can't get anyone else. I think it's that she wants Nate's attention specifically. I would like to see like the thoughts behind like why, like why Nate? Yeah. Anybody? oh and then okay before we the last thing was cat and what is her boyfriend's name evan evan so she meets his parents and 
I don't know. She gets tongue twisted and awkward and her, his mom like laughs in her face. And like this girl already has like issues, like issues. So it's just crazy to me because seeing like the 180 cats character has made from like season one to season two. Because like we had like this badass girl who did not give a fuck about what anybody said. Like she was going to do what she was going to do. And that was it. To now that this mumbling, quiet girl. Or what? Like, like what? What was the purpose of having all this confidence in season one and then like having none of it season two? Like, it makes no sense. Because I think it's trying to show that like even though okay, like she's with Evan and he loves her, mm-hmm. but I think it's just trying to show that like he's she's not herself with him. Mm. Maybe she's not. I don't know if it's that she's not herself or that she. Um, I don't know. I think it's something to do with Evan. Like she just needs to leave him alone. They need to not be together because she was getting she was getting her bag. Like she was doing everything. Like yes, she was. Yes, she was. Shoot, she had me. Like let me. Yeah, I need to get a bag. Let me get one of the masks and tell some guy they're a worthless piece of shit over zoom for bitcoin hell yeah you i'd be like you ugly cockroach looking mama's boy that'll be five thousand bitcoin imagine oh that's so funny a girl can dream so anyway guys we're gonna wrap it up here like we said this was not an eventful episode there really wasn't much to talk about Mm -hmm. um so we will catch you guys on the next episode as always you can follow us on social media um my instagram is at omg it's hadasa abby's instagram handle is at abby kadabi 311 (laughs) i will put it in the i will put it in the show notes um so that you got you know what's funny there have been a few people who have followed me on instagram from like weird places in the country and i'm like who in the world is this like i'm not accepting this so i like deny the request and then the other day i was like oh like what if someone like is actually trying to follow me on social media because of the podcast and I'm sitting here like I don't know you you can't follow me like I don't know listen I'm applying for a job so I have to be careful yeah huh it's a I wouldn't put it past you but you know just be careful because you never know right you never know it'd be some weird stuff happening on the internet as we have seen cat so anyway we will catch you guys on next week bye bye